welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast. This will probably be the final in our series on destructive leadership habits. I hope this has been effective and helpful to you and that you've shared it with others who may also benefit Um, Just a quick review of what we've covered thus far in this series, and that is we started out discussing the foundation of what it is to to have destructive leadership habits that can affect us both personally and professionally. And I tried to lay a foundation letting you recognize that we're all leaders in some way, shape, or form, and we need to pay attention to how we are leading and how we're reflecting leadership in all aspects of life and business. And then we got into uh, poor initiative. So understanding why poor initiative can severely affect the ability for our teams or our families to perform well. And then we talked about being overly critical, which really was micromanaging. And I just retitled it. And then we talked about poor listening skills. So basically being able to listen in in a way that people not only appreciate that you're listening to them, but that they that you're able to hear them in such a way that you can respond more effectively. We also talked about ignoring feedback um, and how that can be devastating to your teams, your family. And then arrogance and self-doubt was an important topic that was on part six. And then part seven, we talked about the blame game and how common that is with so many leaders and at so many levels and how it can be incredibly destructive. But yet it's such a temptation for all of us. And then finally, yesterday, we talked about lack of self-awareness, and uh, I won't uh, disclose any secrets on that one, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to the entire series from the very beginning to catch all of it, because I feel all of it was very, very important. Okay, so we're going to finalize on just a couple of more points here, and one of them is indecisiveness. Now, you may not think that is a, a, a devastating or destructive leadership habit, but let me tell you, it is. An indecisive leader is someone who seems stuck and they're unable to commit to any course of action, probably because they're afraid of what somebody might think or they're afraid that they might make the wrong decision. And so instead they make no decision (laughs) or perhaps um, they just don't want to take the responsibility of making a decision. And um, that's that is just absolute lack of vision. And it can cause a lot of chaos in an organization, a lot of insecurity and shaky ground for everybody who's touched by it. So in any case, they are seen as ineffective and useless. Now, I know that's not the reflection that you want to have about yourself as a leader. I know that's not what you want your kids or your teams to see you as, but unfortunately, that's the cold, hard facts. Now, if you're saying, well, you know, I've just never really been a decision maker. It's it's kind of my personality trait. Well, let me tell you, uh, from experience of working with hundreds, even thousands of people, I have seen many people change, literally rewire their brain and change their personality. So to me, that's not an excuse. You can rewire. You just have to learn it. You have to educate yourself in in such a way that you gain enough confidence and you learn how to make decisions even when it's scary, okay? 
Uh, we have to begin to take responsibility. And if we make a mistake, it's better than not making any decision at all. And then we need to be transparent and admit we've made a mistake. Or perhaps advice, ask for advice from our uh, those who follow us, those who, who look up to us, maybe our family or, or those on our teams, be willing to ask for advice. Humble yourself, okay? Um, other reasons people might not be able to make decisions are that they lack vision and are clueless. In, in any case, um, it, it's, it's devastating, okay? And uh, it makes you dead in the water and, and you begin to sink, so an effective leader is one who makes decisions, okay, and continues to move forward, even if maybe those decisions aren't perfect, because perfect doesn't exist, mind you. But you, they need to trust themselves and trust their instincts. They need to find the courage to jump up, take some responsibility, and just make those decisions. And then come up with a solid plan of action to move forward into those decisions, and obviously seeking help from those who can maybe be uh, very insightful in terms of, you know, the, the success of those decisions. Maybe relying on those experts in your surroundings who could help you. And then the last piece I want to share is that if you are going to count on your people, which you should, and you are going to have people who want to follow you, then you've got to recognize them for their hard work. If you're not recognizing them, um, you're making a, another devastating mistake. Um, because they'll just get absolutely fed up from doing all these things for never having been recognized for any of it. And um, it's not only bad manners, but it's a horrible morale killer. So we need to make sure that we offer public recognition when anybody in your team goes above and beyond. And it should be kind of a regular way in which you communicate to your staff, especially in meetings, taking every opportunity to express appreciation for what they do or what they've done or who they are or how they've led in a certain way, making employees or team members feel more engaged and motivated. Now, this is critical, okay? And I see that more and more in today's generation. I see uh, a lot of teams, especially composed of younger leaders that are, uh, you know, needing that approval. And I don't mean that that's a bad thing. It's not an insult in any way, shape, or form. But um, the, the, the recent leadership um, generation that is rising up grew up in a completely different generation than the ones prior. And um, and they, they love to know that they're doing okay, that they're on track. And a lot of times the parenting that was done for them was along that line. Okay, there was, there's been a lot of self-esteem building in the last generation or so. And so that's just how they're wired. It doesn't mean good or bad. It's just how they're wired. So we need to accept that fact and make sure that we recognize them for what they do and it's just a healthy habit anyway, no matter who it is that you're leading. All right. Well, I hope that this has been informative to you. Again, I would, I would ask you to share it with anyone uh, that may benefit. This is Michelle Steppas. Reframe and Rewire. Come back tomorrow. We will have a brand new series for you as we talk about small changes equals big results. Thank you for joining